Welcome back to another episode of Trauma, Drama, and Life. I'm your host, Ben Taylor. And I'm your host, Kayla Taylor. And super excited to be able to be here. If you guys haven't had a chance to be able to hear us, not just on the podcast, but also be able to see us, not just on the video on YouTube, uh, we actually go live inside the NARC app uh, once a month, the last Monday of the month, just interacting and being help work with different people that have signed up on the survivor plan, being able to help them progress and continue to move forward in their healing, be able to provide different aspects, of maybe stuff that I can give insight to or that Kayla can give insight to, uh, but it's very informal, like one-on-one, just kind of like interacting with the group there. So feel free to check that out. You can go to narcapp.com, N-A-R-C-A-P-P, to be able to download that and be able to get started and hopefully see you there on a Monday night. So uh, today, just kind of just jumping in the life of Ben and Taylor, I think, a little bit. Yeah. Um, we had a unique experience. So we, we've moved and we've talked about that before. And as a result, we've been looking for different places to be able to call home, uh, besides the house of like other things we're able to do activities, places we're going to go. And one of those things happens to be church. So we go to church and the thing is we haven't been able to find a church. We haven't been able to find one that actually, uh, we either connect with or that matches with different beliefs and stuff like that. And, uh, I want to kind of bring up a little bit, just aspect of church some of the example that we kind of went through and then just some of our take on some of the aspects of Christianity and how it's hit or miss sometimes when it comes with yeah. all this random stuff. So, yeah. Do you want to start it off? Do I want to start off? So, uh, so we go, well, you'd have more to say about the, the Sunday service. So, so we, we try out a church just recently, um, just yesterday and we go and we try out a church and we're there and we're like, maybe this will be it. You know, it might, it might actually match some of our values, some of our beliefs. So we walk in, start to notice a couple things. And then the, the main thing, I'll just say from my perspective, the main thing is like, I'm tired of going to different churches where they tell you about everything they do and they don't tell you about the person that they actually serve. So at that point, it's like, you're just a religious organization that has lost the focus of actually being anything Christ-centered or anything that actually matters about the whole reason why you're there. And that's why a lot of people stop going. Yeah, that's why a lot of people don't like going to church because it's an organization. It's a, uh, a a business. It's something that has been structured around this like formal aspect of like, hey, this is how we're supposed to church. This is how we're supposed to live is you need to go to church. Mm-hmm. And like when it comes down to it, the pastors start off talking about like how, you know, where they're supposed to build the church. And then they talk through all these programs that they do, like hundreds of programs that they do. It's pretty much the whole message was just programs. We do this, we do this, we do this. And it didn't really talk about the person. It didn't really talk about God or the person of Jesus Christ, like how it actually like works, interacts. And at the end he was like, oh yeah, by the way, basically if you don't know who Christ is, you know, come down and get saved. Like it was, it was just, it was ridiculous. And I don't know. It got, it got me frustrated, but it got you riled up, right? Yeah. Like you were the one that was like, I think that that was like the most that he's seen me so irritated. That wasn't at me. It was actually a cool moment. That's probably why I was (laughs) laughing so much as I was like, this is awesome. Like she's angry at something and it's not me. It's kind of cool. Like walking out of that church, I was just so incredibly frustrated. I was like, as soon as we walked in, I was already like looking around because like we both do this like it's just what we do. We like to look around and see like how not necessarily how people worship because that that's your own personal like preference. But but I'm interested. People, I'll stand there and I'll like almost turn all the way around. I'll just kind of turn around and be like, "What's going on?" If people are actually genuinely like singing the songs and like worshiping, and a lot of them were either just standing dead faced at the choir, or they were like mumbling. Sign the choir. I know. <laughs> or 
they were mumbling the words. Mm-hmm. And I was like, am I back in high school? Like I had to like literally had like a, like a moment of check. Like I was like, am I back in high school where I am around a bunch of like teenagers who are afraid to sing? Like, mm-hmm. and I, I was just like, I was like, okay. I was like, maybe, you're maybe more frustrated just, about the message. Yeah. So I was like, I, I sat there and I was like, okay, Lord, I was just like, let me just, just really help me to discern right now. And I was like, maybe it's just because people were waking up because we did go to the early service. So it was, you know, one of those things. So I was like, okay, well then he starts preaching and I preaching, I should put that in quotations because let's just, he starts going back through and I was like, I was sitting there in my mind. I was like, are they like restructuring the church or what is, is he only preaching topical? Cause this was like a topical mm-hmm. message and it sounded like some type of restructure because he was like talking about rebuilding like life in the church or I don't know. Different aspects. There, yeah, but it coming rebuilding in. Rebuilding through programs. Yes, coming in <laughs> as a as a new, like a new person, I had no clue what was going on. Mm-hmm. And he like said, he like said the scripture mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he starts going off on all of these things that they want to do as the church tangents yes like it was yeah. just like we want to do this and we want to do this and we want to do this i don't know where the funds are going to come from because but the lord has placed this on my heart so we're going to do this and we're going to do this and i was just like how does this even pertain to the message mm-hmm. but then he would say like okay we're going to do this and then add another verse that had nothing to do with the right. main verse it just didn't even connect. and yeah it didn't connect it was just like let me just tell you what we're going to do and throw a little bit of scripture in there and call it a sermon right that is not preaching so if you go to a church like that that is a huge <laughs> red flag okay red flag red flag red flag <laughs> so needless to say we've been we've been trying to find a church we, we want to get plugged in someplace but we haven't been able to find something that's actually like deep and, you know, it's no wonder that there's so many people that are, like, exiting the church or not willing to go to church because it's not filled with anything that's just, like, shallow, yes. you know? And obviously, like, some people are going to be like, yeah, that's because there's a lot of narcissists in church. And there is, which is why I've got the book on my shelf when narcissism comes to church because it talks about narcissistic abuse and, like, pastors that are narcissistic and all this kind of stuff that is very, very abusive, religious abuse, 100%. And, like, we didn't get into, like, the the weeds of, like, religious abuse, like, in our relationship. But there definitely was, like, pieces of that. There was definitely, like, different aspects, especially going to counseling with a Christian counselor. I actually was talking to somebody today that was, like, explaining about the Christian counselor and how, like, he basically flipped it around and made it all your fault. Mm-hmm. Like, it's your fault because I cheated on you. Like, it's your fault because yeah. of all this. And all of that is, like, put together and is built in this, like christianity structure and system of like let's look good or let's just fix the problem but not actually deal with the person you know let's think about conformity than we do about the actual character of what is actually going on underneath the surface and how to be able to work with that so yeah and then yeah and it goes along with and i want to preface that i am very cautious to judge and i and ben can even speak on this like i even there's times i'm the judgy one there's times that I literally that I will ask him. I said, "Do you think that I'm judging this too harshly?" Because I am one who, I do believe as Christians we are called to judge people according to the fruits. Mm-hmm. But I think there are times that Christians get so far off where they judge somebody by the things that they say or do or whatever it may be, where they go. Like it doesn't matter. I think that we 
And that also turns people away Mm -hmm. as like Christians. So when you come into a church and you step into something like that, another thing that really irritated me was the pastor in the middle of his sermon was like, aren't you guys glad that you all were shared the gospel, basically making it like everybody there. Yeah. The assumption was everybody there was saved. And, you know, as like somebody who could be an unbeliever coming in, it's like, oh, well, I guess that I am saved if I'm here in church and I'm showing up. Like it wasn't had anything to do with like the actual salvation of like how to get saved or Mm -hmm. whatever. It was like on their bulletin, but it was like... Yeah, there's like so many things, and I, I think we've been running into that recently because, you know, we're a couple months in, the last time we looked for a church, it took us like three months or so, so we're already approaching a three month of like, we haven't found one yet. Well, we should preface, we were going to a church and we really liked it, but there was just some some things that... Well, the assistant pastor was awful. He couldn't preach his okay. way out of what the assistant, bag, yes, the assistant pastor was awful, but then we also were going to like have to talk about like theology or whatever because there was some theological we just had to check on a couple of things but it didn't really matter because some of the preaching there was awful yeah the, the main, main pastor, pastor was great the main pastor preached great then the associate pastor came up and preached and it story told it was it was basically the same add a little bit of scripture in and then just think that you're preaching in so it was not, pretty bad but we went yeah we went two weeks and he preached both weeks and we were just like we can't handle this it was pretty awful yeah we went we were going there for a full month and then two weeks out of that month the assistant preached yeah. and we're just like yeah unless we get like a preaching schedule so we know when to skip like this isn't really going to work out and then that's not really like that's not really helpful yeah uh, or, or the purpose <laughs> of actually getting like Correct. involved in a church so, so uh but yeah so a lot of times it seems like it's really hard to be able to find uh preachers with any depth i think that's like the biggest thing and like that's that's probably the biggest thing that gets me riled up because a lot of times you'll have a preacher that'll get up and they'll talk a good game. They'll talk about a lot of these things of how you need to live and how you need to act, but they never apply it. And for me, from my background, they never talk about honesty, like actual like in-depth honesty. So there's like a piece of it that's like, that's great, but you're still talking to people that are fake. Like you're still talking to people that are, you know, screaming at their kids and then walking to church with a smile on their face. Like you're still talking to different people that are not living in congruence with like how they actually are, or what they're actually saying. Very narcissistic, very much like mask. I think um, narcissists are not. I think you see a lot of masks when you walk into a church because there's a lot of people there that they hide their shit. Like they're not willing to actually say, this is me. This is the problem that I have. Yeah. And I, I think I've realized that more and more in interacting with other people and different avenues of life and interacting more with people at like Wake Up Warrior and being able to see like the depth there of like we can talk through some really heavy traumatic stuff that would never get talked about in a church. Like a taboo. Like this can't be talked about. Well, yeah. but that's what that guy's dealing with. That, that's what that person's struggling with. And so, yeah, so it's been a, it's been interesting trying to find yes. a church. I feel like we kind of like went all the way around the mulberry bush on that. But. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it needs, it's something that I feel like needs to be brought up more and more because of just the world that we live in today. I mean, if you are a Christian, then you know that the like time is near. It doesn't know, we don't know when the hour is, but the Lord is returning at some point and that could be in our lifetime or that can be in another lifetime, but we have to be prepared. And I think that with things the way that they are, like people are looking for some type of like safety or outlet or something. And when you step into a church and it's just 
it's something like that. If that was my first time stepping into a church, I feel like I would definitely like look at Christianity as like a cult or something. Pointless. How yeah, or pointless. Mm-hmm. Like how some people think because I I didn't get anything and I was like it was just like a couple of verses and like okay I guess this is what Christianity is free and daycare you can get free daycare <laughs> yeah for a couple hours you just have to drop her off and then go out to eat instead of going to church but yeah I mean that's all that that was good for but that it, yeah it was just it was and it, it concerns me like I think that that's like the biggest thing because we we found we've found really good churches in the past and we've also been part of some churches that we thought were good and turned out not to be good. Mm -hmm. And I think as we've grown and the things that we've gone through, I think it's really changed our view of church and who God is and not in like a bad way and like more of a good way of like, God is, God is there for you in your mess. Like he is there for Mm -hmm. you in your mess. And if you're, your church is not preaching that, then go find another church. Right. Because like that is otherwise it's like you have to get cleaned up first. You have right. To look because the part, that's you have to yeah, and that is that's what mm-hmm. I um you know, that's what I thought growing up and I'm not saying that I like I wasn't like necessarily a part of a church like that, but I went to a Christian school and that the Christian school basically taught like if you did X, Y, and Z, like you know, the Lord was going to shun you. And that's not the case. The Lord meets you in your mess and he meets you. He knows that this world is sinful. Like that's not what he wanted for this world, but that's just how it is. And he meets you where your mess is. And I think that that's the message that churches need to preach. And that's what I loved about our church in Virginia is that they constantly preach the gospel. It was always, no matter what book of the Bible they were going through, it was always pointed back to the gospel of God is there for you in your mess. Like, no matter what you've done, you can come to him and he will help you through it. Like, Right. Yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what we got today. So, our little our little rant. We tried to tried to wait a day because if we would have done it yesterday, it probably would have been <laughs> even worse. Probably would have been uh, not G-rated on some things. But, um, yeah, yeah I, I mean, it's a, it's a big problem. And, you know, if you're, if you're listening today and you're like, well, it doesn't really affect me because I don't go to church. Well, that, that might be the reason why. Because there's a lot of churches that are fake. And a lot of churches that are very, very shallow. And it's just another mask. It's just another thing to be able to put on and look a certain way. And that's not who we want to be. It's not who we are. And uh, we've definitely broken a lot of molds kind of getting out of different churches that are not helpful. And still looking. Still trying to find one. So... Uh, I think the biggest thing, yeah. I think the biggest thing too is that I lost my train of thought. I li- literally was going to say something and then I just like lost my train of thought. It was along those lines of what you just about said. church, about finding a church, other people yeah, finding a church, about other people finding a church, and just just the fact that we have gotten to where we've become bolder in where we are. Mm-hmm. As far as like this is what it, we've done. This is how the or the Lord has like helped, and I yeah. think oftentimes like I mean it may not be as like forward to you know like you guys a lot of times, but that's something that we try to at least at least when I talk about the things that we've gone through as a couple, mm-hmm. I try to initiate and say like literally I wouldn't have got it through it without my faith in Christ. Mm-hmm. And that's 100% true. And it's it is because I think that you have to find, um, you have to find a good community. You have to find like a good church in order to be able to help you through that and to point you to 
scripture. Mm-hmm. And even if you are wondering like where to start, just go and like pick up a Bible, like ESV or I don't right. know, something. Just like a Bible that you can read and then you can find everything there and it will point you to who Christ really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. So uh, I think that's all we got for this one. Just talking about that and kind of like... I feel like I still our, talked the most. Kind I feel of like, like I'm talking rant. the most on like all of these here recently. People want to hear from you anyways. I know, but they like... They can hear you're... from me on everything else. So <laughs> it's just a different perspective into our lives. So I wouldn't say you talk all the time in our lives though, but it's probably about 50-50. Sometimes. 60-40. It depends on the day. Sometimes, well, sometimes it's more like me. I talk 75 and you talk like little. But... Sometimes. Depends on it just depends on the day <laughs> or what it's about. Anyways, uh, if you guys have questions uh, just about anything that we talked about, feel free to send us an email at ben at rawmotivations.com or you can message us on Instagram at rawmotivations. Uh, I know we were talking earlier that we're probably going to see about opening up uh, another um, another podcast, uh, another platform uh, where we can actually house like some of our interactions like this, uh, but just some of our podcasts as well. So you can be able to see it on a different platform, be able to go through that instead of having to seek it out and find it different places but if you guys are listening on any of the other platforms check out on apple podcasts is where uh the main uh, most people actually listen to it and if you can just give us a like give us a rate give us a review uh, and share it with someone else thank you guys so much y'all have a great day